If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast, Just Me Today. And today's topic is actually one that when I was brainstorming these topics, I was like, how have I not done one on this topic before? Because Honestly, this was a, I think a big motivator for me to start Breakup Bestie was I started noticing how many people either in my life or just, you know, people I knew like distantly would break up and then get back together with their ex and get caught in that cycle. And I started realizing like, wow, that's actually one of the biggest obstacles in actually healing from a breakup. The first thing is to not continue to go back to your ex. I mean, if we haven't been that person, which hand raise, I've 100%, I've 100% been the person that, you know, friends will be like, oh, is are Kendra and so-and-so together? And it's like, oh, I, I you know, I don't know. They were... Uh, they were together last week, but I think they broke up again. Like, you know, we all know that either we've been the person or we have a friend that has done that and lives in that like chaotic cycle of the breakup and they get back together. And so that's what I want to talk about today is getting stuck in that cycle and why it's so harmful aside from being exhausting and why people get into that cycle and then how to get out of it. Because ultimately... That's the goal is to be able to break free of having to live in that amount of chaos. So the first thing is, let's talk about the consequences of going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I mentioned the first one, but it's absolutely exhausting. It's like you don't know where you stand. It's also very roller coaster-y. Um, you're on like the highest high. Like I remember the highs of when my ex would call and want to get back together. I remember those feelings. And then the lowest lows when you break up again. It's like you're never really living in a regulated way. You're just living in the ups and the downs and Anyways, it's it's absolutely exhausting. The second thing that I think is a consequence of doing this is 
it will continue to lower your standards of how a relationship should actually look. You know, and I'll speak on this personally, but being in a relationship like that where it was like on and off, are we together? Are we not together? Are we exclusive? Are you my boyfriend? Or, you know, all this back and forth. Are we together? Are we not? Are we talking? Are we friends? Are we sleeping together? Like, what are we? I think I didn't quite realize how distorted my view of a relationship became until I got into like a very stable and peaceful relationship where there were no breakups. It was just we're together. I mean, you know, and maybe eventually they ended, but getting into one where it was stable, I knew exactly where I stood. So I think it can really, like being stuck in that toxic cycle or that chaotic cycle, I think it can really morph your idea of a relationship. And it can start making you think that relationships are meant to be chaotic. Love is chaotic. Love should make me feel really high highs and really low lows. And in reality, that's not what love should look like. Um, And actually, like it took me a while to switch that internally. And, you know, I and even like being in a healthy relationship now, there were times in the beginning where I was like, do they... Do they love me? Because it, it wasn't like obsessive. It wasn't the highs and the lows. It wasn't chaotic. It was just stable. And so coming from someone that lived in a lot of chaos in my relationships, I had to rewire, relearn that. The next thing I think is, is that even when you break up and then you get back together, I think it diminishes your trust in the other person because you're like, how do I know you're not just going to break up with me again? And then it also diminishes the trust you have in yourself because, you know, you're going one way and then you go back and go the other way. So I think it really lowers our ability to trust other people and also lowers our ability to trust ourselves because we're so driven by the emotions of, oh my gosh, they called, they want to get back together. I'm going to go over there. Like we're so driven by those kind of emotions that we just completely neglect our gut feelings and our intuition. So I think that's another consequence. The next thing I see in in people that do this, aka me in the past, so as this goes on more and more, you typically will become less and less likely to talk to your friends about it because you feel ashamed. And even though you're not probably fully admitting it to yourself, you're pretty aware of how chaotic and crazy it looks that you break up from week to week or month to month or whatever it looks like. And whenever you guys break up, you're kind of counting on the fact that you're going to get back together. So you're not really going to go to your friends and and be honest with them about how it feels because then when you, you're just going to go back and get back together with them, your friends will be like, wait, what do you mean? You just told me all these other things about them. So your level of honesty and transparency and vulnerability with your loved ones, with the people that could really help you heal from this are pretty diminished. So I think you're never really going to get help from the breakup if you just are counting on the fact that you guys are just going to get back together in a little while. So there's that saying like, you're as sick as your secrets. I think uh, not being honest with loved ones is like the number one way for me to feel awful. Absolutely awful. And I'm not saying you have to like blast it out on social media or blast it out to the world. But if I'm not honest with like one to two people about everything that's going on in my life, I'm pretty much a disaster. So it's also just not good on 
your mental health. And what it's going to do is it's going to isolate you. And so the next time your ex calls wanting to get back together, you're not going to have anyone else because you've isolated yourself because you're keeping these secrets. You're not being honest. And so you're way more likely to get back together with an ex because you don't have anyone else supporting you. So it's like it feeds into the chaotic cycle. Okay. And then the last thing that I was going to say, at the end of the day, you're just delaying the inevitable. I mean, I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule. However, for the most part, you don't typically hear about a couple that breaks up, gets back together, breaks up, gets back together, breaks up, gets back together, and then they live happily ever after. Honestly, like that's not really how it works. Typically, like a breakup, a final breakup happens at some point. And you have to remember that like your ex is not the only one in charge of when that final breakup is like you can stop the chaos at any time. And I'll get into that more in the second half of the episode of how do you break out of a cycle like that. But just know that if you are going in that direction, if you're following a certain pattern, it's just going to keep happening. It's just going to keep happening. And honestly, like I love all my listeners. I love all my followers. But sometimes I want to just shake you guys because, you know, I'll get a message that says we broke up and then two weeks later they wanted to get back together. So we got back together and then they broke up with me again. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but of course, of course that's going to happen unless your ex, you know, in the span of a couple weeks went through some insane like change in their life and had all these insights and went to therapy and did all these things. Like, of course that's going to happen. You can't just like continue to try something and not do it any differently and expect it to be different. I mean, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It's honestly pretty insane. And I have been very insane, but, you know, looking at it in that way, just continue to remind yourself that like you're just delaying the inevitable by continuing to go back and forth. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 
11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. So now let's talk about why people do it. I'm more talking about why people like change their mind in a short amount of time and want to get back together with their ex. I know as the person that got dumped. I know why you want to get back together with your ex is because it was never your choice to have it end. So I think that goes without saying. But coming from the ex's side or like the person that the dumpers side, I should say, why do they, you know, change their mind? So You know, I think it comes down to discomfort and loneliness, honestly. I mean, I'm sure there are other reasons outside of that, but for the most part, I can say it's discomfort or loneliness. So going through a breakup, and again, you guys heard me say this so many times, breakups hurt on both sides, the dumper and the dumpy, both get hurt. So the dumper, they break up with the person, and then, you know, at first maybe they feel okay. And then, you know, a week goes by, two weeks go by, and then they realize that it's uncomfortable and they're in pain and they're having to work through their emotions and they don't like the discomfort because discomfort is not fun. And so they think, man, you know, this must be because I should be back with my ex. And so they'll call, uh, they get that like immediate chemical rush and all the emotions and the discomfort's gone the second that they call you and hear your voice. Um, And it just like makes sense to get back together only to realize that the breakup happened for a reason and, oh, it's not working. Okay, we should break up again. So that's typically how it happens like on the discomfort side. And then there's also the loneliness side, whether this is a week, a couple weeks, and you think, wow, I, I really miss having a partner. I miss having a companion. As the ex, you were the last person that they were close with. So, you know, they'll call. They don't like feeling lonely. We don't like feeling lonely as humans. So they'll call and want that companionship and, you know, kind of same thing happens again. Yes, there are times when people think, oh, I've made a total mistake and and it's genuine. There are other reasons, but I'm telling you from what I have seen in my personal life, the people that I have coached, the hundreds of DMs I get on a weekly basis, like that is the theme. And, you know, someone who I know really well, they were sharing with me that they had broken up with their ex. And I think it was like a month later, they were having a really hard day. And out of the blue, they're like, I miss my ex. And so he called her and said, you know, can we talk? They ended up getting back together. And he said he woke up the next morning next to her and thought, oh, shit. Like, I should not have done that. That was not the right decision to make. So honestly, it's like a pretty common thing. 
So just be aware of that if and when you do get a call like that from your ex. So the most important part of this episode is how to get out of the cycle. If you're someone who is in the cycle or has been in that or I know I know there's someone listening to this and is like, man, I wish my ex would ask for me back. Um, but anyways, it is important to break out of that cycle. Otherwise, it's just going to continue. So the first thing is to get really honest with yourself. And if you haven't already listened to the episode of things to consider before getting back together with your ex, I highly recommend you go listen to that because I really lay out the things that need to happen before it would ever make sense to get back together with an ex, meaning like some serious changes need to be made in that. And honestly, that takes time, like time, action and tangible changes all need to take place if you're going to successfully get back together with an ex. Like it's not going to happen in a week. I promise it's not going to happen in two weeks or three weeks. And in my opinion, I don't think it even happens in a couple months. I think it takes some serious time. So you got to be really honest with yourself. Why did the breakup happen? And has anything changed? Has my ex changed? Have I changed? And you know, the answer to that, especially if it hasn't been that much time is no. And then the next part is remembering that you have power in the situation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if I could have realized this so long ago, but it's so easy, especially if you are the dump E to think that all of the power lies with the person that dumped you. They get to decide if you guys get back together, if you guys not get back together. Even though I know deep down like you want to be with that person and you want to get back together, you have the power to say no. You have the power to say, please don't contact me. Like you have the permission to do all of those things. So just don't forget that. Like, don't just hand your power to another person. Remember that you also have power. The next thing is, I mean, I talk about no contact constantly, but no contact is so important for those of you stuck in this vicious cycle because the more you talk, the more likely you're going to get back together, the more likely it's going to feel great and feel familiar. And you're just going to end up exactly where it started, where you left off, and it just gets really, really messy. So if you are someone that keeps getting back together with your ex, please give no contact a shot. If your ex reaches out, you're not obliged to reply. You have the permission to block them if they don't stop reaching out. So no contact. Um, as a refresher, you can always go back to the no contact episode. Or I still have my 30-day no contact challenge that's done over email. That's still available. So no contact, no contact, no contact. The next thing is to get to know the patterns, like get curious about the patterns. So whether that's after three weeks, your ex will reach out and just say they miss you. Remember that can either stem from discomfort or loneliness. And I would recommend probably not falling for it, especially, especially if it's happened before. And if you catch this as a pattern, like be very, very aware of that. Or if your ex calls you on Saturday nights after they've had a few drinks and say it's a mistake and they want to see you. Again, if this is the pattern and this happens a lot, don't fall for it. Like usually this stuff happens like clockwork. And I was messaging with 
a woman the other day and she said it's literally clockwork like every six weeks I hear from my ex and they want to get back together so it can become very predictable so just open your eyes to that the next thing is to get really honest with your friends I can assure you that the more you talk about the reality of the situation the less likely you are to go back with your ex and again like It'd be the opposite of all the consequences that I was talking about in the beginning. If you're honest with your friends, you're going to have a support system and you're going to feel better supported and less lonely and less susceptible to falling back with your ex. So get honest. I cannot tell you how many times I just needed to hear my own self say something out of my own mouth. I swear to you, sometimes it's that thing that pushes you to be like, oh, wow, this is insane. Like, this is crazy. What am I doing? So talk about it with your loved ones and get honest. So those are the tips I would say to get out of the cycle. And the note that I want to end this episode on is, first of all, just a recap of reminding you that you don't have to live your life in that much chaos. That is not what a normal and healthy relationship looks like. Remember, you have a choice. Remember the definition of insanity. And remember, again, you're just delaying the inevitable. But what I really wanted to end on is I know it's really easy to believe that your ex constantly like calling and wanting to get back together and then breaking up with you. Um, I know the part when they call you really makes you feel like they care and they must want me back so bad that they can't stay away from me. And I've had that narrative in my head many times. But what really helped me was to switch, to make like a perspective shift on it and remember that they're not doing it because they care about me. It's not a sign of love at all. To me, honestly, it's a sign of disrespect because they know nothing has changed. They know that they're just wanting companionship, whatever they want out of it. Um, I think across the board, if your ex reaches out to you, I think it's a sign of disrespect. And, you know, I know people will argue with me on that. I think it's really respectful when an ex gives you space to move on. So just remember, like as much as it feels like it's a sign of attraction and chemistry and love and that's just not how I see it. So I wanted to share that mindset shift because it really did help me. So I hope those of you that are in this cycle, don't stay long. Just don't stay long. There's always a way out. And if you're someone that, you know, maybe you just went through one breakup with your ex, I hope this episode served as, you know, a bit of a warning of what not to get yourself sucked into because I can promise you that it is not worth it. So I will see you guys back here next week. Next week starts my listener episode series, which I'm so excited about. I have been interviewing some amazing listeners. I've been completely blown away by you guys and your story. So the first episode of that will be next week, Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. 
And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.